Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today I'm here with my sweet new friend Jalen, and she is going to talk to us about being a state title holder and her experience at Miss America's Teen. So Jalen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, hello. So I am 17. I am from Salem, Utah. I'm a senior in high school this year, and something you need to know about me is school is really important to me, and I love education. I'm the weirdo that really does enjoy doing my homework and going to my anatomy class, and then besides that, I'm a dancer. I've been a dancer since I was super little, and it's the biggest passion in my life, and then also my family. They're also a huge passion to me, and they're my best friends. I spend the most time with my family and my mom and my dad. I'm the oldest of three siblings, so it's me, and then below me is my little brother and sister, and they're twins, and they're 15. And so we're kind of like three triplets. We're all growing up together, and I have the best family in the world, and they're the reason that I get to do all the things I get to do. I love it. I love it. So talk about how you got started in pageantry. So when I was little, my mom actually did Miss Utah when she was eligible. And then when I was little, I was a little miss at little Miss Utah at Miss Utah and did the whole little miss stuff. And then my mom ended up directing a pageant for a few years, a local pageant in Utah. And so I had been around it my whole life, but I'd never wanted to do it. I was like, I'm a dancer, that's all I do. I just dance, right? And then when I was 15, I came up to my mom. I was like, Mom, I want to do one pageant. I just want to say I've done it before. And so we went straight for the state title because in my state, we can go um, to the team pageant as an at-large contestant. So I went at-large my first year and thought, great, I got second runner up. I felt great about it. I was like, do you know what? It's all good. I did my one pageant. And then a few months later, I came up to my mom again and I was like, okay, we got to do it one more time, but we got to do it right. Because the first time I just went into have fun, like it was just a really fun experience, deer in the headlights sort of situation. And so the second time I wanted to do it one more time and do it the way that I knew I could do it. I love it. And you talked about, you know, dancing your whole life. So talk about your talent and kind of what you um, consider when you're choosing a piece to perform at state and eventually nationals as well. Yes. So dance is super important to me. I dance 30 to 35 hours a week and it's, it's everything to me. It truly is. It led me to my career choice and it's honestly a big reason why I got involved with pageants is because I wanted to perform, I want to perform in front of bigger audiences. Um, but it's really interesting because pageant dance is very different than regular dance. And I don't know if a lot of people know that unless they are in the dance world. And so choosing a pageant dance and choosing a pageant song is very different. And I always say that when you win a title and you're performing it in front of people, they won't know if your legs are straight or if your feet are pointed. I mean, a few might, of course, but they're going to recognize the feeling they get. And so when I'm choosing a song, when me and my mom and my director and all the people are trying to decide on songs, I go off of the feeling that I get and what's most impactful. Because to me, my legs may not be the best. My feet may not be the best or whatever. My technique may not be better than this person's over here, but I do know that I can perform and I can tell a story and that's my superpower. And so that's what I really focus on when I'm choosing a song. And then when I'm choreographing with my choreographer, Brandy Johansson, um, when I'm doing that, I make sure that the whole idea, the whole underlying main idea is what is the feeling of it? What is the feeling that people will get when they watch it? And that's actually why I changed my talent from state. So my state dance, everybody loved it. It was super cute. And I wanted something that gave me more, that was more impactful, more soulful for nationals. And so I did a completely new dance at nationals. I love it. I love it. And you kind of mentioned it earlier, but talk about 
Cause it's so true. I'm, I'm a dancer too. And pageant <laughs> dance is just could not be more opposite than what you would do at a competition. So talk about, talk about that difference. Yes. So a competition dance, it's more about the movement quality. It's a lot more technical. That's how I kind of think of it. It's more about the movement quality, your feet, your legs, your turns, like those sort of things. Where pageant dance, it's a talent show. You are just throwing things out of the kitchen sink. I always say it's like a gymnastics routine because that's what I've got is like tricks and jumps and stuff. And so it's literally that for a minute and a half. So I just completed my convention solo a few days ago. And it's very much, it's three minutes long. It's way longer. It's more about the story. It's more movement. But then my pageant dance is just trick, 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 impressive move after impressive move, because you want to make people that don't know dance feel something. Yeah. Well, I mean, your talent was absolutely breathtaking. Um, My boyfriend was watching it with me and he, he don't know anything about dance. Bless his little heart. Every time (laughs) we're watching it, he's like, is that good? Like, I don't like, he has no idea. Um, and we were watching you and he was like, oh, that's good, right? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> so he recognized. So that that tells you something right there. <laughs> um, oh, that, that's so sweet. That means yeah. a lot to me. <laughs> that's a compliment coming from him for sure. <laughs> um, so we've talked about talent, but what is your favorite phase of competition? And then talk to us a little bit about why that phase is your favorite. Talent will always have a special place in my heart, but I'll tell you my second favorite because it's a close second. So I'll just, I'll go with it. Um, it's actually on stage question, on stage conversation, whatever we're calling it now, um, which is funny because when I did my first pageant, I was scared to death. I was shaken. It was a state pageant. I don't know who decided to throw this 15 year old out to a state pageant at her first one, but it happened and it was great. But Oh my gosh, I remember shaking so bad. And when I started talking to the microphone, I call it like my mouse voice. I go into the super high pitched voice and I was shaking and it was so scary. And I was like, I will never do that again. That was awful. And then when I went on stage at Miss America's Teen for my finals, I came off and I was like, that is the best thing I've ever done. Because it just felt like what I love about on stage questions is I call them mic drop moments. And so at Miss Utah's teen and then at nationals, I was able to deliver a mic drop moment. And what that is, is it's kind of like an empowerment. It's, I feel like on stage questions, they're always very impactful and it's a high stakes, high pressure situation. And so when you deliver, it is so impactful. And that's honestly why it's became my close second favorite event of pageants, which is kind of different because normally that's what kind of stresses everyone out. But when you hit it and you hit that mic drop moment, there's nothing like it. I love it. I love it. And a lot of times what you're asked in onstage question is something to do with your CSI. So tell us what your CSI is, what you've been doing with it, and what your plans are for the future with it. Yes. So it's called Find Your Fire. And it was created from um, one of my friends. She's very much like me. We're both dancers. She gets amazing grades. She has great friends, great family. Um, But I noticed that there was something missing in her. And then I started noticing it around other teenagers in my school and at dance. And I realized that I'm so lucky that I have known my passion from a really young age and I have found that fire and I've grown on it. And I noticed that a lot of teenagers don't have that. They don't know why they go to school every day. They don't know why they go to baseball practice. And it kind of, it kind of makes me emotional because it's, it's sad. And I realized that, um, a lot of these teens don't have a purpose and it's so sad that teens don't know why they wake up every morning. And so that's where find your fire came from. And we 
I created a curriculum and I present this in leadership classrooms in junior highs and high schools, because my vision is to make this a preventative solution to get teens to find their fire and their passion early on in their teenagers so that they can grow and expand on it and never get to a bad mental health space. Because when you wake up with a purpose and you wake up with a passion, it is very hard to get down on yourself and to get to those dark mental places. And so I've been able to present that around my whole entire state. And I've also created the Find Your Fire Scholarship Foundation. And so I did this last year, just a month after I won, I held a big fine arts night to raise money. And I was able to give away a $2,200 scholarship to a senior at my own high school. And then just barely, I did another fundraiser. And so I've raised over... Um, $5,000 for the Find Your Fire scholarship fundraiser. And then my next before Miss Utah Teen is over because I'm almost done, which is crazy, or a little bit after because I have to do it. Um, I'm going to divide those into regions so that every high school senior in Utah is able to apply for Find Your Fire scholarship. I love that. And that's so unique because yours is preventative. And that's a lot of times, you know, CSIs are coming in, coming in on the back end of this has already happened and then this is going to be my response to it. So I love that you're talking about preventative solutions. That's that's really awesome. Um, so tell me what your favorite point of the crown is for Miss America. You know, there's four points. So which one is your favorite? I love style, which is funny because I'm the biggest tomboy. Like, I don't shop for anything by myself. It's the worst. Like, who picks out my school clothes? My sister and my mom. Like, I don't I do not do it. I just, I like them to show up on my bed. <laughs> and I just like to wear them because I don't have a sense of style. I don't, I don't have a, it's fine. I'm not really into fashion. I don't get it. Um, but I love style as the point of the crown because to me, it represents how you present yourself. And I've always presented myself as someone who is driven, dynamic, and influential. And these are three words I always use to describe myself. And I think it's really cool as the Miss America opportunity. What I've learned through it is how to present myself in different situations. When I'm talking to a little three-year-old that just like wants to see the sparkly hat on top of my head, or if I'm talking to the mayor of a city or our governor, you present yourselves in different lights in different ways. And that's what's really cool about the Miss America opportunity is I'm able to know how to present myself in all these different circumstances that will definitely help me in my future. That's awesome. And you mentioned that you competed a couple years for Miss Utah's team. So why do you think this year that the judges selected you to represent the state? I was not ready the first year. I, point blank, I was a deer in the headlights. And honestly, um, yeah, I wasn't ready. And I knew it. I was so proud of myself. I got second runner up and I knew that's exactly where I needed to be. And I, I don't know, I get this weird feeling whenever I'm on stage it happened at Miss America's team, too. Um, right when they started announcing top 10, I get a calm feeling all over. It's like a peaceful feeling of just whatever happens is going to happen. And it's it's in God's will and it's in God's plan. And so when it came to Miss Utah's team, every single time I walked on stage, I felt calm and I felt at peace. And that's something that normally is not felt on stage. Normally your brain is like, oh, my gosh, I'm on stage and I can't do this. But that was something very unique that I've noticed is when it's when the time's right and the time's right for you, there's a calm and there's a peaceful energy to you. Actually, at Miss America's Teen, it was um, finals day and I was jittery all day. And I saw the back of Miss Miss Missouri's teen and her sweatshirt on the back said, God is greater than your highs and your lows. And that has been my motto. And I've lived by that literally since finals morning because it's true. At the end of the day, while we love the Miss America opportunity, and it is a great thing, and it has done so much for me, at the end of the day, it doesn't define us. 
It doesn't, this competition, Miss America doesn't make me who I am. All the experiences I've had over the year make me who I am. The service hours, the late nights, the, even the social media posts, because man, those are hard. <laughs> and all the people I've been able to connect with, that's what defines who I am, not some silly competition. I love that. And you mentioned, you know, um, seeing Miss Missouri teen, Miss Missouri's teens. Whoa, that's kind of hard. Miss Missouri. Yeah, it's a it's a tongue twister. <laughs> At Miss yeah, I'm like Miss Missouri's teen. All the essence, all the portals. Yes, yes. Um, but talk about your prep for Miss America's teen. You know, what did you focus on? So this time, I've always done this pageant prep. If it's not fun, I change my direction. This is something I I even just told the Miss Utah teen contestants about a month ago when we had a little party. I said, if pageant prep is not fun, you're doing it wrong. For example. I love my mom. She's my biggest cheerleader, but I can't interview in front of her. I break down. I freak out. I I don't like it. So we decided that I interview with other people. I interview with myself, my sister, my director, other people, my coaches, and that makes it more fun for me. And what I really tried to do, because I was able all of Christmas break to really prepare um, because I didn't have school, didn't have dance, all the things, but I made sure I was still just living as a human. I enjoyed Christmas. I enjoyed Christmas Eve. I ate the cookies. I ate the bread. And this was really important to me because at the end of the day, it's truly someone else's opinion. And so you still have to be you and you still have to live like a human. And so while it's crazy to think that I've honestly competed in the biggest competition I'll probably ever compete in, I just love, I'm proud of myself that in the prep, I didn't let it get to me. And I was still just regular old me preparing little by little every day. That's awesome. That's awesome. So talk about what the most surprising thing was about Miss America's Teen Week. It could be something as, you know, frivolous as the food or the schedule or whatever it is, but just something that's that was surprising to you about that week. It was a lot more mentally hard than I ever expected. I, this is not a negative thing. Um, but so I've been to a national dance competition every single year since I was like 10 years old. It's just as long. It's 10 days. You're dancing all day. So I thought, honestly, I was very naive. I was like, I got this. I was like, I do this every year. Like, I got this. This is easy. And it is so mentally taxing. I remember um, Thursday night was our prelims for talent. And I went and did my talent. And I did not feel good about it. Sometimes you get on stage and you just, you don't dance good. And that was my time. I just didn't dance good. And that mentally destroyed me because dance was what I was comfortable in. Maybe I wasn't comfortable in evening gown or fitness or these other elements, but I was really comfortable in my talent and I messed that up. And that was hard. That was a really hard night. And to be able to pick myself back up for Friday and then pick myself back up for Saturday and keep it going every day because you have to be on and not that you're different, but it's you're your best version of yourself for 11 days straight. And that's a lot to ask out of anybody. And so it was definitely a lot more mentally challenging than I ever expected. Well, I mean, I if this is any, of any encouragement to you, I obviously I saw your talent in prelims. And again, it was phenomenal that time, too. Um, but you fell out of your aerial at the very end. And completely re-choreograph the end of your routine in a split second like that takes so much skill and shows that you are such a smart dancer so um if anything I think that that is great experience and (laughs) also shows shows how good of a dancer you are you know because you're able to pivot last second on the spot quite literally in a millisecond and come up with choreography 
out of your butt because that's I mean it's it's split second it's like you can't just stand there and be like okay give me a second let me think about how this <laughs> feel and like you have to just do it on the spot so you handled it like a champ you really did it, that was a that was a very hard night. I can tell you, just because I think everybody, um, whether your talent is whatever it is, um, I think the whole time I was singing, I was like, this is the biggest audience I'll ever perform in front of. This is the biggest stage I'll ever do, right? And I was so excited. And so, like when it all came like crashing down, it was it was very hard. Well, and <laughs> then the same time, then you made it to finals, and then that was a bigger stage than that. So. And you killed it. Everything works out the way it's supposed to. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you talked about the most surprising thing about Miss America's Teen Week, but talk about your favorite thing about Miss America's Teen Week. Oh my gosh, the friends. And that's so cliche because like we all love the friends, right? But truly, it was so much fun. Even like all, <laughs> I can vividly remember. So um, Miss Ohio's team, first runner up, she is my best friend. Her name's Paisley and she's the cutest little thing ever. I had so many best friends, but we just, we really connected. And, oh, I remember uh, my favorite moment with her. Well, too, when we went on the bus Friday morning, we had talent rehearsal at the theater and literally the whole bus fell asleep. Like there's a video and everyone's like passed out and I have my mouth open because I sleep with my mouth open. I don't know why it's the weirdest thing ever. And I was getting picture after picture after picture. Like it's, it's just hilarious. But we were only with them for really a short amount of time, right? Like seven days at this point. And I remember when um, we both made finals and we both made top 10, we came off stage and we were both just bawling, like completely bawling. Those poor makeup people, they had to fix our entire thing because we're just like bawling because for us, like that was such a, an amazing pivotal moment in the whole time. Um, she was always like across from me we'd always come in from like opposite sides and she just kept saying like I'm so grateful like I'm so grateful for you like it's such a bonding experience because I only spent eight days with her and now we we text every day we snapchat every day and I know that she's going to be at my wedding and those are relationships that can't be made any other way than that Miss America I love that I love that um, okay, our final question. If you could give one piece of advice to a girl competing at Miss America's team next year, what would it be? Set goals for yourself that have nothing to do with the competition. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that's very important because at the end of the day, it's so subjective. It is so out of your hands. And there's so many things that are out of your control. So if you can let go of the control aspect of it, and go into it with your goals that you have set for yourself that have nothing to do with results. That's something that I was able to do before. And I came out so fulfilled. Of course, there's always people after that's like, oh, like, aren't you sad you didn't do this or you did that or what, whatever it is. But I came out so satisfied because my goals were I wanted to show my heart. I wanted to perform and I wanted to make friends. And I did all three of those. I was able to perform on the Miss America stage at finals night. That is something that I will never forget. Um, And I was able to show my heart on stage. I was able to deliver an answer that I am extremely proud of. And I think I always will be. And I was able to meet some of my best friends. They're all from the South besides Ohio. So we really like the South people. Um, So when you set those goals, and this goes for state, this goes for local, for anything, um, you have to set those goals that have nothing to do with the competition because then you'll always come out feeling fulfilled. Yeah, I love that. That's great advice. 
Well, thank you so much, Jalen, for coming on and chatting and taking time out of your restful post Miss America's team <laughs> to come chit chat. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye, y'all.